Okay, it's been a while since we've done this. Happy 2018, Jess. I heard you started your 2018 off with a surprise at Snowciety. <laughs> what happened? Um, it was a Friday. I was working and I was doing the cash register. And then one of our, one of our, sorry, I'm tired. I was setting up a chair. So I was at Snow Society on a Friday and a customer came up to me. So I, I took his order and I said, oh, hey, I haven't seen you in a while. And then we started talking. Well, he asked me like how I was doing, but I was kind of just trying to get his order. And then that was that. So we made him his bowl. He got a drink. And then I was doing stuff in the back. And I was helping some other customers. And then at the end, maybe an hour later, I went back to the cash register. And then I was helping a customer. And then he, that same customer who I spoke with in the beginning, he came up to me. And then he handed me his business card. And he said, give me a call sometime. And I didn't know what to do. I was in shock. So I, I smiled. Did you laugh? I didn't laugh. But, uh, I might have said, okay. What? You mean like, okay, you'll give him your, you'll give him a call? Yeah, I don't remember. What the? I didn't know what to say. Why would you, why would I you didn't say mean okay? It. <laughs> he asked a question. Oh, no, no. This is why I, I might have said, okay, thank you. Or, mm. Thank you. And then he smiled and he turned around and then he left. And I just didn't know what to do. That's it? That's what happened. And then you after that, say, I was like, oh. You didn't say, oh, I'm married? You didn't say I have a husband? <laughs> it took me by surprise. I didn't know. I, I'm sorry. I would have. I feel bad. I was thinking, should I text this guy and say, hey, I'm sorry. I'm married. What? So you would, you would, you would actually make contact with him to tell him that. I, I That'd felt be even bad. worse. That'd be, <laughs> kind of. I felt bad. But I, I didn't do it. Anyway, it just took me off guard. Did our other employees see this interaction? They were right next to me, but I don't think they thought anything of it. They probably thought he was just like a like a guy who's trying to I don't know want to work there or something. Oh, I see. Yeah. So they didn't know that he gave you his number. No. Okay. So actually, when he first came and gave me his order, and he asked me how I was doing, I said, like, oh, good. How are you? And then he said, oh, I have this arrangement, this this lawyer court thing. And I have no idea what he's talking about. He just started talking about this lawyer terms. And I was like, oh, okay. I just wanted to get his bowl done. So I was, I'm wondering, like, what happened there? How did that interaction make you feel now? Now, at that moment, I was, I was a little flustered. And then so I told my, I told you right away through text. And then I told my friends. And then I was flattered. And then I started thinking about it more, thinking, okay, that's kind of creepy. Because I was, when he was sitting, he was sitting in the corner after he got his bowl. And then I was making a drink and he made eye contact with me. So I didn't know what to do. So I smiled. But that's normal, you know, like if some, if you catch someone's eye, you, you just, you just smile. No. If you see someone, you kind of acknowledge them, right? Because it's awkward. You have to acknowledge that, that you guys make eye contact somehow. If I make eye contact with a girl, I turn and look away. <laughs> <laughs> 
on the I just want that to be on the record. I didn't think anything of it. I was just being a friendly employee. If I make eye contact with a guy, then maybe I'll give him a smile. I'm sorry. I uh, didn't mean to. Okay, so that was that was my story. So you're you're flustered mm-hmm. and then you were flattered and then you oh. got freaked out a little bit. This is what happened. Okay, so I told my friends and then they told me to describe him. And they said, oh, what, what, hair, what color hair does he have? Like, what does he look like? And I said, he's tall. He was suit and tie. I mentioned that he was a lawyer. And I said, I think he has like red or brown hair. And then I said, wait, we have a camera. Let me take a photo of this guy for you guys. <laughs> so I went back to my video camera feed and I actually videoed him giving me his business card. That's funny. And should, then- should I, should I put that in the show notes? I feel Max's face is on there. That's true. Good thing my face isn't on there because you can't see how my how I reacted. Anyway, so I videoed the whole footage and I sent it to my friends. And then they were like, you mean that bald guy? <laughs> so apparently he is bald. He doesn't have red hair. But you couldn't or see. Red- <laughs> you couldn't tell because he was so much taller than you. Yeah. You couldn't see his hairline. Anyway. That sounds like a really fun start to your 2018 i hope the rest of your 2018 continues to fluster flatter and then freak you out a little bit the three f's in my life we did not podcast for the month of december and we're barely making it into january Mm. i'm glad we found the time to do that since we've been gone we traveled and there was christmas there was new year's there's a lot to catch up on. Well, we were gone in December for the majority of the time. First, we went to Hong Kong, and then we met up with my parents and my uncle and my aunt, and then we went to Shanghai by ourselves. We stayed at my aunt's place, and we kind of just explored there, but that was basically the majority of our beginning of December, and that was really fun. We went to the city of Hong Kong, like in the city. We, we went in the city, and then we went to Hong Kong Disneyland, and then we went to Shanghai, and then we went to Shanghai Disneyland. Yeah, and it was, it was, this wasn't really a planned trip. Like, we didn't have any plans at all, right? We shouldn't be taking any vacation, honestly. We have Snow Society to take care of. Yeah, I don't know how this happened. We haven't even been home to take care of home stuff, really. But I'm very happy we went. Yeah, I'm happy and also thankful that we had the opportunity to go. It was because it was Disney. That, that's, that's what made me really want to go. And my parents were already there. So we just kind of relaxed and followed them. I felt like I was a child again, just kind of tagging along and didn't really have to make decisions, didn't really have to worry about navigating. I felt very calm. However, the first night, oh, I didn't feel no. calm. I had an incident the first night that I'd like to share. I remember that... We were walking around. This was the first day that we arrived in Hong Kong, and we got off the plane, and we just started doing stuff. The plane ride was what, like eight hours? 12 hours? Like 14. 14 hours. This was a 14-hour plane ride, and we got off the plane, and we just started doing stuff. So I was kind of beat up a little bit, and then we went like the whole day just around doing stuff, and we arrived back at nighttime to our B&B where we were staying with, with everybody, and I remember laying down, and I, I didn't feel good. I felt not dizzy. I felt a little nauseous. And I remember telling you, I got to throw up. 
and you went and got me a, a pot. Mm-hmm. And then I, I wrapped it with a grocery bag. Which at the time, I was like, why are you doing that? I got to throw up right now. But you were taking the time to do it, but it's fine. You know why though, right? I needed that grocery bag in the pot. Yeah, so you could easily throw away my vomit. Yeah, and so we don't have to clean the pot. Yes. Okay, anyway, go on. And I threw up. I, I was in bed. I rolled over. The pot was on the ground, and I, I heaved. I chucked. I barfed. Okay, yeah. It was a really small room. I was trying to be there for you, but at the same time, it was, it was hard to be in that situation. I'm not good with blood and with bad smell. The smell of my vomit, like... It's just vomit. It's vomit. It's smell of vomit. Anyway, you felt a lot better, and we didn't want to tell anyone what just happened. That was probably one of the best throw-ups I've had in my oh, life gross. because it was there, it came out, and I felt better immediately. It was strange because we ate all of the same things, but I think you were just exhausted and then you I'm just I'm pretty sure it up. was the exhaustion. Yeah. But that's my story that I wanted mm-hmm. to share. That, that happened the first night. There's a lot of stories that we, we probably have, but I wanted to do something for the podcast. I wanted us to just kind of do kind of like an award show almost for... <laughs> Our favorite or best things that happened. And, you know, I mean, maybe later on we can do follow-up on some of the stories. But I feel like this this way mm-hmm. we'll get a lot of the good stories out. And just kind of, you know, just the fun stuff. There's a lot that happened. Yeah, and I think in a couple of months when I get all our video footage of our trip, then there'll be a recap and we'll share that as well. Yeah, I think that would be a better yeah. time to go more in detail. All how, right. How do you oh. feel about this award thing? I'm ready. What's the first category? Yeah, first category is best food or drink. Now, that's really why we go on vacation. I don't think we're really sightseeing type of people. No. I think that when we go travel, we're excited to eat and drink. And so I thought we could break it up by my favorite food and drink and then your favorite food and drink. And I think that this could include Hong Kong and Shanghai. I think just mm. it's just for everything. Now, before we do this, though, I did want to talk about this thing that your parents love. Hmm. It's the Michelin star rating system. <laughs> now, I, I've heard about the Michelin star rating system, but I've never seen people take it so seriously that it actually depends on where you're going to eat and mm-hmm. where you're going to go. But I think especially because they don't have Yelp and they have maybe like a Chinese app where yeah. you can figure out like what food places. So what's more universal is that Michelin, whatever you call it. So I think that that's a good way to figure out what to eat though. That's true. I, I, I was fine with it. I think the Michelin places we ate at was good. I think the people we went with, uh, like my parents, they, they have, they know their food. But for us, we, we just, we're kind of like whatever. Like we, we love everything. Yeah, I'm pretty chill. Yeah. So actually my, my favorite food though was in Shanghai. It wasn't Michelin, but it was recommended from my aunt. It was a bullfrog hot pot. Nice. Is that your winner? That is my winner. So in Shanghai, we didn't know this, but it was, they have a lot of hot pot there. And that's like our favorite food. And in Shanghai, it was super cold. So we just had hot pot every single day while we were there. And this place, they have fish in their hot pot and they have bullfrogs. I mean, it sounds gross, but it was so good. It was delicious. 
yeah, it was hard to communicate with everyone there because everyone spoke Mandarin and very, very little to no English. But we got around and they were very nice. Yeah, the, the waiter that served us was extremely nice. Yeah. He was actually kind of handsome too. He was tall. He was okay. He was, <laughs> he had like his Google Translate. Or he didn't have Google Translate because they don't Google. Yeah. But he had like his translation app. So that was that was my favorite. That's good. What was your favorite? Oh, wait, I want to add on oh, okay. something. That hot pot was extremely spicy though. Yes. Like I remember. It was pretty spicy. Like I, I did, I enjoyed it. I think if we were to go back. You know, I don't, I don't know when we would, but if we would go back, I would probably ask for less spicy. Mm. Like the whole pot was filled with those peppers. It was, yeah. it was crazy. But, but I guess that's good. what Shanghai is. And the wait for that was three hours. So we, we walked around that mall for three hours waiting to have lunch at three o'clock. Right, right, right. Um, I, okay. I, I feel like I want to give a different award mm. to, to a different place. However, like I, I agree with you on that one too. But so just for variety's sake, uh-huh. I would... My favorite was Cam's yeah. Roast Goose. It was Cam with a K. Yeah, it, it's in Hong Kong. The wait was was also kind of long. There was also a handsome guy there, too, that I took a picture of with you. You took a picture of me, and he was in the background. I'm, uh, he yeah. was okay. Let's talk about the food, though. So you like that food. I did. I don't know why. I think because I, I like rice dishes, and I like kind of like gamey meat, so that nice. Goose was good. I love that. Yeah, yeah, that goose That's... was good. Um, the portions were were filling. They also had like like milk tea and and was the it? lemon iced tea. lemon iced good. tea. Yeah, but I, I think the whole meal was just really good. Could you tell between goose and duck? Yeah, I I can tell. I can tell the difference. I mean, I'm I'm not really a a food like I'm not a foodie. I can't talk about food, but I I know you know my taste difference. Mm-hmm. Well, that's good because for me it's hard to tell, but it's good. I like that place too in Hong Kong. That would be my favorite place. Um, how about drinks? Do you have a oh, favorite drink oh, I, place? I don't. I guess that Cam's Goose. They had that really good lemon iced tea, so that was good. Yeah. What was your favorite? Okay, this is this is gonna sound really sad, but I think that we have better boba here in America, and specifically in the San Gabriel Valley. Is that messed up? Should I not? Should mm-hmm. I not say that? No, that's fine. Cause. The way Hong Kong and Shanghai, they do their drinks, it's not, they don't, I mean, milk tea is like whatever there, I think. Yeah. I mean, they have it, but it's more um, like the Hong Kong milk tea. It's what we have at like Delicious Food Corner. And it's better to have it good here than over there. At yeah. At least we can have it here. Yeah. I, you know, I don't want to just be like, oh yeah, everything's better here. But I, yeah, I don't know. The drinks were just generally just kind of normal to me. Maybe mm. it's because, I don't know. Yeah. Like I, I like sweeter drinks too. So I guess my, my drink palette is, is a little different. But if I had to choose, yes, I would give my award for best drink to Cam's Roast Goose Boba Milk Tea there. There's no boba there. There's no boba there. But I would give it to that milk tea. It was good and refreshing. The next award I would like to hand out is the best travel destination, either in Hong Kong or Shanghai. Mine's not very specific. Mine is Hong Kong Disneyland and Shanghai Disney. <laughs> I guess, no, I, I mean, I would award it to that too. Is that messed up? I don't know. It's like the easy answer. I felt comfortable because we were doing Disney stuff, but it was just so nice to have everything like new. Like the first time you ever go to California Disney, it felt like that. Like, wow, what is this place? It was mm. so magical. Mm. It was so magical. Mm. <laughs> I agree with you. And for, for variety's sake, I will give my best travel destination, uh, I'll give it to two two mm-hmm. spots. 
First spot is Nathan Road in Hong Kong. Why? I feel that that's where everything is. You know, like there's good shopping there. All the food is there. It's just kind of a very nice street to spend your time on and to vacation in. But you know what's funny? We didn't spend that much time in Nathan Road. No, we didn't. I think, but I enjoyed I think you're it, just though. saying it because your brother's name is Nathan. I mean, <laughs> I think that's gonna, why. I'm not going to say that's not a reason, but I, I enjoyed it. felt We didn't eat. Okay, because you're specifically talking about on Nathan Road. Yeah, it felt like a local thing to do just to walk up and down Nathan Road. What, your parents told me it was like, it's like Valley Boulevard it is like in Valley. Alhambra. Yeah, maybe that's why I liked it. I mean, that's fine. No, you're right. It was very, like, busy there. But I don't think we ate on Nathan Road. And I'll, I'm just being picky now. I'll give... It's okay. That's I'll give one, an honorable mention to the Stilt Houses. Do you remember that? the Stilt no. Houses? The one where we went to, it was in Hong Kong. It's the houses that are over the river or over the water. Oh, aww. That's why they're called stilt houses, because it's like the houses are standing up on stilts. Okay, so a little history that we learned from my uncle there is that it's not like houses there, but it's not homes. It's not truly developed, and it's it's on the poorer side, I guess. There's no like real plumbing, but then you don't have to pay government fees. Is that what it is? Yeah, there's like the the government just kind of lets them do whatever. Mm-hmm. So there's like no tax, no taxes. Yeah, there. no something. So that's why people live there. But they said that that place might not be there for a long time because mm-hmm. you know eventually all the people that do live there are either gonna die off because oh. <laughs> they can't move right, and nobody really moves in there. So eventually, yeah. the government will take over that entire place. It was a nice area to visit. You are right, and that's where we ate a lot of the street food. There's a lot of locals there, like, selling their own food. Yeah, I feel like our best local street food was in that place. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, seafood, too, you know? That one, that, that place was fun. It was sad, but also um, very cultural. For the next award, it's not really an award, but it's, it's the best travel tip that we want to give out. What's yours? You go first. Yeah, mine... I feel like it's going to be the same. I have, I actually have two. Me too. Oh, nice. I okay. Think, okay, go ahead. My first one goes to Google Translate. Interesting, okay. Uh, without Google Translate, I do not think we would have, okay, we probably would have survived. I think it would have been harder. Yeah, it'd be challenging. If you're traveling to Hong Kong or Shanghai, you absolutely need to have Google Translate on your phone. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know your second one then. Okay, what do you think? The VPN. Yes. Uh, yes. VPN stands for Virtual Private Network. Now... In China, there is a firewall on some things on the internet, such as Google, like Gmail, I guess I should say, such as Gmail, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, etc. With this virtual private network, you're basically able to create a tunnel, a private network that the government cannot block. And so we use this VPN in order to go online and do all mm-hmm. the stuff that we normally do. I forgot about that one, but that, that's a good tip. I use the <laughs> VPN to also stream music on Spotify. I streamed ETJ music <laughs> while we were in China and Hong Kong. I mean, yeah, yeah. So you can get listeners yeah, so <laughs> across the world. So on my stats on the ETJ, it said, oh yeah, you have listeners in Shanghai <laughs> and Hong Kong. And it, that was me. That was me. Yeah, you had it playing like... Throughout the night, yeah. When you're but, sleeping, but whoever's listening to ETJ in Las Vegas, thank you. 
There's there's a Las Vegas listener that we have. Thank mm. you, whoever you are. I appreciate that. <laughs> All right, so my tip is hand sanitizer. I don't think I've ever experienced like a germaphobe feeling like so much when I was there. I didn't even think you were that germaphobe when you but were But I think there. that was like the most I've ever felt. Like I needed that hand sanitizer. Wow. I guess your germaphobe you and me, is like I've- my normal. No, but you don't have you don't use hand sanitizer all the time here. That's true. You know true. why? Because we have access to soap and water here, very, very conveniently. Near, yeah, very conveniently. Yeah. Okay, so that's that's one hand sanitizer. Hand sanitizer. Another one is it's not that fun. It's holding your pee. You know, I know you're not supposed to, but like I cannot squat, like, anywhere. I need my toilet seat cover. I'm very HM about this. So everywhere we went, I'm just like. No, don't give me water. Don't give me any drinks. Let me wait till I get back to the B&B. That was me. How were the toilets at Disney, though? Oh. Like, did you have to squat uh, at Disney? At Disney Hong Kong, they only had toilets. but So you didn't have to squat? No, I did not. Maybe they had one squatting. Hmm. What is it called? Squat? A, a squat toilet? Hole in the ground? A hole in the ground. And then in Shanghai, when you first enter into the restroom, there's like eight or ten stalls. With the hole in the ground. There has to be a better word for that. And then after that, there's like two stalls with the toilet, actual toilets. So I'm like, I'm getting there. Were there the the seat covers? There were seat covers. At Disney, Hong Kong and Disney Shanghai, they had seat covers. They were very, it was very convenient there. So if you were to grade the bathrooms. At Disney. Yeah. How would you grade Hong Kong bathrooms at Disney? A, B, C, a, A, A. It was clean. It was okay, clean. Nice, nice. Yeah. How about Shanghai? It was clean. Oh, okay. Yeah. One other thing I'd like to add. The employees at Shanghai Disneyland and Hong Kong Disneyland, everybody's extremely nice. Even though it was hard to communicate, everybody was cool. I didn't feel bad for not being able to speak Chinese. And I think we were able to communicate because they know some English. So it helped. I, I just remember at the Toy Story Hotel where we stayed at. Oh, in, yeah, they were so nice. In Shanghai. That was like one of my best hotel experiences ever. It was so fun. They really took care of us. I mean, Hong Kong was nice too. But for some reason, I think because in Shanghai, like the city, mm. we just couldn't communicate at all. Yeah. But when we got to Shanghai Disneyland, then it's like, oh, yes, we're more, way more comfortable now. Yeah. At Hong Kong Disney, when we were having dinner at Dragonwind at the hotel... It was like a seven-course meal, but we were so full already. And I felt so bad because we couldn't finish the food. And then the waitress who was helping us was just like, oh, you don't like it? But we're like, no, we like it. We're just so full. But I felt so bad because she looked so sad. Yeah. She's so nice. For the awards for Disney stuff, I guess the awards for food there don't count. Because when we dined at the restaurants there, everything was good at the restaurants Everything was good except... The Disney Shanghai corn dog. <laughs> I don't know what that was. It was like red inside. It was a sausage. It wasn't a hot dog. It wasn't. There was like a piece of paper of Lilo there and like just stuck on that corn dog. I guess that's my negative. For Disney? Yeah. Yeah, I don't think they know how dog. to do corn dogs. Yeah. They don't have butter popcorn either. They're all about that caramel popcorn. Yeah, they love caramel popcorn for some reason. I don't know why. I'm getting excited about Disney now. They also have these, this ice cream. Am I, am I going? Am I? No, that's fine. Okay, so they had this yeah. ice cream. It was Stitch's paw. 
and they had like lots of hug, hug a lots. What's his name? Lotso. Lotso, like his his paw. It was his paw. Oh, so good. Okay, I guess I I do want to give some shout outs to Disney food. I feel like I can't give them awards because it's not fair. But for Disney, I specifically remember Dragon Wind. Mm-hmm. The din- we had a buffet dinner. It wasn't a buffet. It was a seven course meal. We have a seven course dinner at Dragon. I just Wind. said that earlier. This is too. Hong Kong Disneyland, and then we had a buffet breakfast. At Dragon, at Wind. Dragon that Wind. That was so good. That was great. But also, we had a buffet breakfast at World of Color. World of Color. This oh. Is, this is also at Hong Kong Disneyland. Was this after a fight? No. That was Shanghai. No, that was we Shanghai. Fought in, we fought in Shanghai. <sighs> Anyways, all the food there, that you got to go to those. And for Shanghai Disneyland, we got a buffet at Lumiere's. Oh, yeah. That was good. It's called mm-hmm. Lumiere's. This is a buffet dinner. That was great. That was after a fight. And then we had, we had another, did we had, oh yeah. And then at the hotel, at the Toy Story Hotel, we had a breakfast buffet, mm-hmm. which was, which wasn't like as fancy as all the other Disney food, but it was a nice way to end our trip there. Mm-hmm. That was good. Mm, I'm all happy now. Moving on to the next award, best purchase. The alien that I got. From Disney Hong Kong. That's funny. So when we were at Disney Disney Tokyo Sea in Japan, they have um, character popcorn buckets. So there was an alien popcorn bucket. And this is like kind of true to the actual alien in Toy Story. So there was like nothing like cutesy about it or they didn't try to like make it abstract. It was like the alien. So when I found this at Hong Kong Disney a smaller version of this, <laughs> I was like, I need this. I am sad that I didn't buy like three more. I only bought one. What? Oh, it's, it's so cute. That was my favorite purchase. Apparently, Jess has an alien fetish and it doesn't, it's like all the aliens, they all look the same. They just come in different, different sizes. Size. It's just, it's so, so cute. So she got a smaller oh, version. You know why? Of the, of the it's because when it, when the bucket opens or when this, little toy opens it opens at the mouth mouth. that it's just genius it's genius it's the mouth it's genius all right what's your favorite do you remember (laughs) getting too excited one time i used that alien popcorn bucket as a puppet to talk to paxton and he got freaked out i know yeah i think you made him cry i I don't think i made him cry i think think you got scared a little bit it's too real it's that real this bucket is that real all right what was your favorite purchase my favorite purchase was actually this puffy jacket that I got at Uniqlo. Shanghai is freezing cold. It's not the most cold place that I've been to. The coldest place we've traveled to was Paris. That was freezing cold. Mm-hmm. So how many layers did you have to wear? I think I was probably wearing like five or six layers. Yeah, you were, you were wearing all your clothes. This Uniqlo puffy jacket, it's like super thin. I think it's goose feathers. Or is it just, I don't, I don't know what it is, I don't but know. it's super warm. I just remember I bought, it's, I got a black one and I, I feel good. Yeah, it was a vest. That's my uh, favorite purchase. Like everywhere in Shanghai, everyone is wearing these puffy jackets. And Jess does not like that puffy jacket look. Not for me. I know a lot of people wear it though. It's not for me. I'm sorry. I guess I shouldn't say that my jacket's a puffy jacket because it's actually not really puffy. But it's considered a puffy jacket. It's considered a puffy jacket. Have you worn it since? No, because I haven't had to. Hmm. We're back in Cali. This is our last award category. Best ride. Hong Kong or Mm. Shanghai. Okay, mine is at Shanghai. Can you guess what it is? Tron. Yes. 
<laughs> it was Tron. It was so good. I went to video us on the Tron ride, but you wouldn't let me because I might drop my phone. And yeah, it's true. It's I might drop cra- my phone. It's a crazy ride. I wanted to remember the whole experience. Tron is a movie from the 80s about the world of computers. Anyway, let's talk about the ride. So you're riding this kind of a motorcycle? It's called a light cycle. I'm sorry. It's a light cycle. And it's as if you're driving a motorcycle. I'm imagining this is how you drive a motorcycle. (laughs) It was just like a roller coaster. It was so fun. You went outside, outdoors, and then you went indoors. And then like you're kind of battling other light cyclists. Yeah. I'm sorry. I don't know what they're called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just thrilling. The computers that live in Tron, they're called programs and people that go into the world of Tron. They're called users. The, <laughs> the crazy thing is that you really feel like you're in the world of Tron. Now, the world of Tron is like saturated with colors of blue and yellow. It was, uh, yeah. It's like kind of neonish mm-hmm. and black. And so you just, it was really cool. The light cycles, they lit up like real light cycles. Mm-hmm. You're, you're just down on the motorcycle the entire time. That reminds me, at our Disney Shanghai Hotel, they don't have Disney Channel there. So they put Disney movies onto the TV. So we watched Tron that night. We did. We did. So what was your favorite? My favorite ride was also at Shanghai Disneyland. It's the Pirates ride. That is your favorite. We rode it like 10 times. It's Pirates of the Caribbean. It's it's not Pirates of the Caribbean. It's what is not that? it's it's like Pirates of the Caribbean because it has Jack Sparrow in it. Mm-hmm. But it's definitely not like the Disneyland version. This is a ride where you get in a boat. It starts like Pirates of the Caribbean and then you go in and then it turns into this IMAX ride with mm-hmm. like movie screens. Like you're a part of the whole scene. Yes. Instead of like watching it, like the how we watch pirates at Disneyland, you're like in the scene. Yes, you, you are an active participant in the scene. I mean, so, you're still watching, but yeah, you're like, it's thrilling. Your boat is going through mm-hmm. like kind of a movie-ish type yeah. of thing. And then there's also practical sets too. And so you get thrown into like this, this battle between these two pirate ships at one point in the ride, you actually go under the water or you feel like you're going under the water. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you come back up again. It's crazy. And at the end, you know, there's a thrilling part at the end, which is which is fun. I, I think I like it because of the story and it's so high tech and you're actually in a boat in the water. So it, it feels real. Yeah, that, that was a good ride. That was. Overall, Jess, how did you enjoy your vacation? I... Very much enjoyed it. It was very relaxing considering how much stuff we have to do back at home in California. So it was nice to just relax. We were gone for two weeks. And yeah, I I think at two weeks, that's kind of the point where you feel like, oh, I I guess I could just keep being on vacation. Yeah, (laughs) no, but this is our first time. We both agree that this is the first time we felt like we're not ready to come back home. Like we want to stay longer. We had to psych ourselves out and remind ourselves that, hey, we're coming back home. Yeah, and it, it always works out this way. We didn't pack until the last minute. And then, you know, by the time you're packed and you're there, and then all of a sudden it's time to come back home and you're not ready to Ugh. come back home. But you know what, Jess? It's okay. It's 2018. This is a new year for us. There's a lot of stuff that's going to happen to mm-hmm. us this year. 
And then we can share all our secrets. We got a lot of secrets. It's eating me. Thank you for listening to our award show. Let us know if you like this format or not. I'm sure there will be more stories and videos and photos that we'll share later on. Unfortunately, yes, this is the end of our international Disney travels. We've been to every single theme park. That's a blessing. Where are we going to go next? Well, 